0: Today on Dare to Develop we have Jeremiah and Rachel with us. They are two destination photographers who are out in Montana and they're talking all about husband and wife teams
1: with us today. Yes, I'm so excited to dive in and learn more about how they grew their businesses separately and together and just a little bit more about their journey to where they are today and how they split and run the business together. <laughs>
0: You're listening to Dare to Develop, a podcast for creatives. I'm Christine Herman. And I'm Ashley Baumgartner, and we are two hybrid wedding photographers that dub ourselves Work Wives. With a passion for developing community and daring to take risks in business and art,
1: we want to bring you along on a journey. The journey of artists, makers, business professionals, and more who want to level up their businesses by daring greatly and developing community. So let's get started. Today on Dare to Develop, we're so excited to have Jeremiah and Rachel here with us. They are two destination wedding photographers based in Montana. We are talking with them all about
0: daring to work as a husband and wife team. Thanks so much for being here with us, you two. Thank you. Thank
2: you. We're so glad to be here. Yeah,
1: Love it. So before we get started and dive into this topic, we'd love for you two just to tell us a little bit about yourselves and your lives outside of the wedding industry. Yeah.
3: So we're Jeremiah and Rachel. We live in Montana, like you mentioned before. And... We've been married for almost 10 years coming yep. up September. It's something we actually met through photography.
2: Yeah. So yeah. photography is kind of a big part of our yeah, personal photor- story anyway.
3: Yeah. <laughs> photography has always been really integrated into our relationship and into our lives anyway. Beyond that, though, we just love living in Montana, hanging out with our dogs. Yeah. Enjoying movies and gardening and all the yeah. fun stuff. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Awesome. Wonderful. So can you tell us a little bit about your journey as wedding creative since you two were photographers before everything and just kind of your journey for, from then to now? Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, we both got started. We were both photographers separately, kind of just like looking for something to do, you know, in that <laughs> kind of late, you know, early 20s phase. And we both started, we were like five hours apart. So mm-hmm. we we're both in Montana, but we were about five hours apart geographically. And Kind of we're just doing our own thing, kind of coming into our figuring out our styles and stuff. Yeah. And then we
3: We had similar origin stories, I would yeah. say, too, of like being in our late teens and traveling and yeah. always loving really creative artistic things and wanting to pursue that in our life, but not knowing what that meant. I I didn't go out specifically looking for photography. I just wanted to do something creative yeah. with my life. I mean, I was on a trip to Italy with like my art history professor and at my local community college, like small town girl, <laughs> very small town. <laughs> and the photography professor was on that trip, too. And he noticed I was taking really good photos. And he had just, you know, mentioned he's like, "I think you should take my class next year. Your photos are better than anyone's on this trip." And I was like, "Oh, really? is there a future here? <laughs> and so I kind of dove right in. I just like absorbed everything I could. I went, I took every class I could at the college. I started reading any books I could get. This was, Before we had a whole lot of online education, too.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And you
3: were kind of doing the same thing, like kind of falling in love with photography also on a trip.
2: Yeah. So mine is a little bit different, but like similar with the travel side of it. Like growing up, my mom had like a literally a basement family photo studio where it was was very kind of Sears pictures. (laughs) Um, But it was all film medium format. And I remember being like, you know. 10 years old and taking light readings for kind of being her photo assistant. So photography was always kind of a weird thing that was around me, but I just didn't, it was never something I was like thinking about doing. And then, but art and photography and stuff was always just kind of around. And then when I I went on a trip to Romania and just had a little point and shoot and took some pictures and just, I was working at like an orphanage kind of just doing stuff and take a, took a lot of pictures and just kind of felt something like a pull towards it. I just like telling stories. And that was kind of important to me, just like documenting life in general and kind of where art met that. And it just kind of was like, oh, I'm going to try this, you know? So I just literally grabbed, you know, my mom's camera and started taking pictures and just kind of fell into it very organically. And it was a similar thing. I got feedback from friends and family and was just like, oh, wait, I might like this. Yeah. So me, I I instantly
3: for both of us, photography ended up being the answer to a lot of things we liked. Like you love storytelling and I loved beautiful things. I know that sounds really cheesy, but I loved weddings. I loved flowers. I was always upset with (laughs) weddings. So for me, wedding photography was always like what is going to go towards. And for you, it was always storytelling.
2: Yeah, Yeah. I was definitely not interested in weddings at the beginning yeah but, but kind of, it
3: kind of fell into it yeah. yeah and so like he said we were both established for like two years young so young enough that when we met it what it worked really well to like bring us together and you we yeah. actually met on facebook <laughs>
2: we were competent but not established
3: yeah <laughs> quite. <So> it was <laughs> yeah. a
2: perfect time to meet because we were both still in that early stage of kind of defining figuring ourselves.
3: out what we wanted our business and our style to look like for sure and we actually met on Facebook with a website software, <laughs> not knowing we were in the same state, not knowing we were the same age, anything about each other. And you just like commented something in the group and I answered your question. And it was so unlike us because I'm not technical. <laughs> and for me to go answer your technical question was really oh weird. Gosh. Yeah. And so we like ended up snooping on each other on Facebook the same night. And like I read his blog, which back in I don't know, two thousand. Yeah, back when everyone had blogs. And blogs were like our personal journals. So you like had <laughs> poured your heart out on your blog. <laughs> and, I love night, it. and I was like, wait a minute, this guy's in Montana and we're the same age. And I'm like, I think I might marry this guy. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the night that we like met on Facebook, <laughs> and I, I, was, I read your blog and I kind of fell in love and i was like i think i might marry him someday
2: <laughs> and i was you know doing the same thing going, what what the heck yeah. how did i not know this person was here yeah you know? exactly <laughs> so yes we did meet online technically yeah but
3: but then like two weeks later we met in person at a workshop
2: yeah
3: and you didn't talk to me <laughs> <You never laughs> i'm trying to be very professional i was about trying
2: things. to keep it all above board yeah you know?
3: <laughs> he was trying not to be weird or creepy but he was um
2: yeah. He didn't talk to me.
3: Good I had, God for your best friend.
2: Yeah. I had a I had a good best friend <laughs> yeah. there. And he was like, okay, don't be an idiot. Just go talk to him. Yeah. So we started chatting around then. And it yeah. was literally within that kind of meeting in person and starting to talk a little bit more within a few weeks. Yeah. We were helping each other at weddings. And it wasn't like official agreements or anything. It was like, oh, you're doing a wedding? I'm free this weekend. Yeah. And I would come up and, you know, basically second shoot and stuff it was like instantaneous yeah and.
3: we quickly realized like how well we worked together and i think it was because we were similar age and similar style and similar points in our life and like our end goals were the same for our business and our style and everything so when we worked together we just instantly jived and i'm pretty sure you know having like all the ooey gooey motions yeah <laughs> that fit well like that <laughs> for sure like oh my gosh we can win love and
2: yeah, and like, weddings first <laughs> relationship,
3: and then like we're at weddings and it's so romantic, and then we're just like, I f- I feel like when we started working together we would do anything for each other mm-hmm. because we were like keeping those like fun new dating emotions running high. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I so I was like, we
3: were naive enough to jump right in. <laughs> yeah,
2: and I was yeah again like we said we were kind of long distance mm-hmm. you know, because we were like five hours apart drive, so I was literally like I had another job at the time and so I was road tripping up like almost every weekend almost. I, w- I was making that trip just to come hang out and yeah. there um
3: there was one weekend where this has actually never happened again but i got really sick <laughs> and i was like sewing up the morning of the wedding and i had a signature shooter with me and she really like pulled my weight but it was my first double header weekend because i was new and fresh <laughs> and i didn't have someone to help me for the next day and you like came and saved my butt yeah and that was like okay this is like set in stone now like you're <laughs> You're wonderful. Thank you for coming to
2: shoot with me. Yeah, that was. Help me out. It was quite a whirlwind too. Like when I think about like the pace of being early Uh-oh. 20s and we the amount. We and a month later
1: we were working together.
2: <laughs> working and going on dates and just like all of it at the same time. I'm like, I would exhaust myself now.
3: Yeah. <laughs> that was 22 year old
1: us.
2: Oh gosh. 23 yeah. year old us. Like, 23 year old us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I love that. And I I think that's really interesting how you guys met and each had your own businesses and merged Mm -hmm. them because I feel like you hear a lot of husband and wife teams, like one person was doing it originally and then they wanted Mm -hmm. to retire the other person from their job and brought them in. And so that's fun. (laughs) Yeah. 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 We definitely have a a unique.
2: It kind of put us in a weird spot because we the other husband and wife teams that we knew that was kind of the story, you know, and it It was interesting for us because neither one of us really ever was the second shooter. Like, like I said, when I was talking about like kind of how I learned, like I had second shot a lot, I had you know, and worked with other people. That's kind of how I learned. But when we started working together, it was basically two full prime shooters, both kind of bringing their styles to get in. And that was, it wasn't hard, but it was definitely part of the process was figuring out, okay, who takes lead? How do we kind of on the wedding day? how do we kind of like balance who's shooting and who's not shooting and, you know, what, what things each of us are getting, what are our strong suits and what are, you know, kind of the things we, we need a little work on, you know, and stuff. And so it was, it was an interesting kind of thing because we didn't really have anybody else that we knew to compare to or to sort of figure that out. And it was, it was fun. I think it, it brings a lot to our business mm-hmm. and kind of just having two prime shooters even now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Totally. And when was the moment when you two decided, OK, we're going to merge both our businesses into one and like rebrand?
3: Yeah, uh, it wasn't June. very long. So we met technically in July, sort of dating around August. And by January, we had been shooting like each other's weddings, like because we all booked out, you know, the summer separately as you were Jeremiah and Daniel and I was Rachel and we were both using our middle names. Yeah, our <laughs> <business>. <laughs> Um too so like I, that i i had a friend from california who reached out and inquired for both of us and we booked it as our official like jeremiah yeah. and rachel wedding and it was a
2: january wedding. it was in
3: january california. in california so our first wedding together was also a destination for us and yeah we we that like,
2: was the first official jeremiah rachel the first wedding official jeremiah and rachel. 2012 january
3: yeah <laughs> yep. 2012 in january and we like you know, made a new logo and like made a new business name, like filed all our stuff, and like officially became Jeremiah and Rachel, and we were just dating. We for were a dating. We were not, <laughs> <laughs> oh <my> God, <laughs> and like our parents <laughs> and our friends were like,
2: yeah, we've- it's
1: really risky. You guys I had you friends. were like, whatever. We knew what we were doing. Like,
2: yeah, we've totally had friends be like, yeah, we were a little concerned. Yeah, <laughs> like if it ended badly, and I'm like, yes. I wasn't, but yes, I can understand yeah.
3: that. We like, <laughs> immediately started like splitting costs and like buying gear together and buying like photography programs and education and like uh, just immediately treating it like two co-workers running a business
2: mm-hmm. yeah it was it was fast <laughs> and it was bad
1: but it obviously worked out yeah. <laughs> Definitely. we say that again yeah, i love that so how do you two manage the business together do you each have specific roles or responsibilities i know you talked a little bit about the wedding day and how you kind of both bring two lead mm-hmm. perspectives but from the business side how do you kind of divvy things up
2: yeah, we've just kind of we've mostly worked on a very organic thing of just kind of when we see something over the past few years, as we kind of see something that needs done. One of if it's not getting done quite as well as it could, you know, one of us will pick it up and whoever kind of just I mean we it's very it's very organic. Yeah, um, like yeah. I do the bookkeeping yeah. and some of the invoicing and things like that. But Rachel does almost all the timelines and kind of questionnaires with clients and those. and
3: There's some things that we kind of naturally fell into. We we figured out a rhythm, especially when you start getting really busy and you don't want things getting like lost in the shuffle, like working out workflows for each other. Like, okay, where are we with this right now? Where are we with this one? Yeah. So there were things that we kind of naturally found a rhythm for. We didn't intentionally be like, okay, you have to do this and I have to do this. And there are some parts of the day, like of our, the wedding workflow, not just on a wedding day, but the whole thing, you know, like culling weddings, editing weddings, delivering weddings, where we we do all that together. Mm-hmm. There's not like one person who will call a wedding and one person will edit. One of us will tackle one wedding at a time or have somebody check our work. Like we really bounce be- around with each other and yeah. like kind of.
2: I mean, a lot of it done, <laughs> it's kind of a weird, I mean, it's probably not the most efficient method, but I think it does improve our relationship with clients yeah. and just minimize, you know, potential problems is that we definitely, if one of us, uh, both of us do a lot of the emails and all that stuff, but then the other one's always there to check the work yeah. and everything kind of goes through a double filter and it doesn't, it's like, regardless of who started it or yeah. who, man, I think that has, when I look back on the years, it's like, it's really, Saved us and it's helped give us, you know, just a, a better client experience and better experience for our couples that is consistent. Cause they don't see all the, you know, back and forth, but we definitely pretty evenly split the work and mm-hmm. check up on each other's work, mm-hmm. you know, that's definitely. And that is definitely, you know, in terms of like being married and having a business and a marriage, mm-hmm. it's kind of this weird one where we're, we're definitely coworkers keeping everything, you know, checking each other and checking work and you know, doing all these things. But we're also husband and wife you know, yeah. <laughs> trying to like, you know, keep everything like we have the professional side and we have the marriage side. And it yeah. is, you know, it is a fun, fun thing to walk. Yeah, <laughs> We
3: are mixed up with each other. But yeah, I
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, we love that. And a little bit more about like the wedding day. How did you two kind of find your rhythm? Because I got to see you two in action. yeah. <laughs> And then I got married up there, which was absolutely amazing. And I oh, it was so fun. <laughs> cool. Good. like you could too, like you could tell like that especially when you're talking about Rachel, like you like you like the pretty things. It kind out getting all these like wonderful storytelling images. and but then you too, like also with the like styling the couple, you could see you two like how you two work together. Okay, like move this and that. And I thought that was super interesting because yeah. that- again, like I, we keep mentioning it, but we all we kind of
3: did fall into that really naturally. And it was right away. Like we, I loved how Jeremiah was so upbeat on wedding days. And he gave this like really fresh perspective that I noticed immediately. And I, I think too, you give a really good masculine viewpoint on a wedding day. And I have a very feminine viewpoint on a wedding day. Also, you're tall and
0: you basically
3: yep. <laughs> have a really nice viewpoint of a yep. wedding day, which is so nice too. But yeah, like you did see us get to work together and like interact with the client. And I think that is really fun to have a couple interacting with a couple. I think it yeah. like puts our couples at ease. And a big part for us is like we above anything else, we want to have a really good client experience, like we check our egos out the door, like we know what we want to get, but the main part of this is of someone's wedding day and we just want to be yeah. like a really good part of their wedding day that we also just get to photograph. Yeah. Um,
2: and like, you know, not to repeat what you said, but it is, it is probably one of the best things. And when we started we instantly, I mean, we were just fresh dating fresh on the way to getting engaged when we were doing our first season together. Yeah. So that did contribute to just like kind of a perspective that we were, we were in the exact same shoes as the couples. Like we were hiring a photographer while we were shooting weddings at that beginning stage. And I think that did set it set us up in our business to always have this perspective of what it feels like to actually get married versus like just purely doing weddings as an artist or as a defining yourself as a wedding photographer. It's like, we remind our couples, every meeting of like, we want the day of experience to feel like a wedding, not a photo shoot. Yeah. You know, I, I we've done styled shoots. We've worked with models. We've done all that, but couples there's just a we do want to give them an experience that how it felt to get married. Cause we had a wonderful wedding photographer. We hired Ryan Ray out of Texas and he was just phenomenal. But like, that was a big process with him that was just wonderful and that we've always tried to carry on and we hire photographers sometimes to do um it's been a couple of years actually <laughs> to do photo shoots with us and we always remember how that feels when somebody just gives you that mm-hmm. experience. Back. and you know in terms of like how we divide the work on the day of and stuff, we we because we're two prime shooters and we we very much both approach it from like lead photographer, we've had to like sort of find a natural rhythm where, if one of us is shooting and the other sees, okay, they're getting it. We, yeah. we, and we have complete, we've been shooting so long together. We oftentimes can't tell who took what image. Oh, like, I don't it's, we're remember using if there's like
3: a certain lens, I won't remember yeah. who took like <laughs> photo.
2: So we like, know we have
3: like integrated our brain yeah. so much into the business.
2: And we know what the other one is getting out of yeah. a specific thing. I mean, we just have a workflow that's become very natural. So if one of us is getting a certain image and the other one sees, oh, that's what, that's the image they're going after. The other one will step back and yeah. act as print, like stylist or, or be director. thinking, oh, maybe after she's finished with that, we should walk over here and get this. Cause I noticed the light over here is something different. Mm-hmm. And it definitely becomes just this very natural thing where we don't have to talk about it, but we both have complete trust in each other to be like, if, if Rachel tells me, oh, we need to go over here and like next, I know she's already seen something and she can pick us. And then also like we we're chronic overshooters on the day of like, oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, I I hear people talk about, oh, I only took so, you know, hundred, this many hundred images. I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah like even like on, double
3: the workload on ourselves.
2: Yeah. Whether it's film or oh, digital, it's, it's too much. <laughs> yeah. But it has, you know, it's
3: gotten better though. Cause we, I mean, like he said, we do have complete trust in each other and I, I know what he's seeing yeah. in his head because I'm seeing it too. So there have been points where Like something is so beautiful in front of us. And I'm like, oh, my God, get that. And he's like, oh, I'm getting it. And I'm like, of course you are. (laughs) Or like I'm seeing something about to happen. And I'm like, wait, pause for a second. And like, let me get it. So we just we really have fun on wedding day. Um, There are parts where we one of us will put a camera down and just help Mm -hmm. where it feels more beneficial to not have like the paparazzi kind of feeling. Like the beginning of the day, I'll be styling details and stuff. And you're, you are literally just a helping hand at that point, or I'll be styling and you'll be photographing it. When it comes to family photos, we yeah. pride ourselves on being extremely efficient because there's two of us where I literally will put my camera down so that people aren't looking at me or looking at Jeremiah. You know, the problem of wandering eyes and doing family Somebody, formals. Somebody's already.
2: <laughs> and I, I can be
3: the, the one right up close to the family telling them where to go, where to stand and calling out names. And then I'll be, okay, look at my husband, Jeremiah, and I'm pointing at him. So that's something cool. The big, and tall then, guy. Yeah. And you're also a tall guy and you get really great perspective on the dance floor. I love yeah. it.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I would say that's the one, the uh, the only clear defined roles that we have are during family formals and like bridal party stuff is sometimes yeah. one of us will be kind of tweaking the pose and kind of uh, talking to people up close. And then the other one will be shooting, usually me. Yeah. And then during dancing, I do the the kind of party part of that. I do most of that. Uh, while you're kind of getting more cancids in other things. But yeah, that's the only time we're super defined in things because both of us have done every part of the job so much. Also,
3: when we do ceremonies, I have a certain place. I always stand in a different (laughs) place.
2: You're smaller. I'm a big, you know, (laughs) eyesore for people if I'm up front.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I can easily hide behind mom when bride's coming down the aisle kind of situation. But I know you're getting a beautiful shot from the bride's back walking up the aisle. So, and you know, I can get it from the front. Like we have ultimate trust in each other. On a wedding day, which is
1: so handy. (laughs) Introducing our sponsor, your film processing experts, Photovision. Photovision has been a family-owned business since 1968, and we both use them as our film lab for personal and professional work. PV has been a part of my film
0: journey since 2015 when I started shooting film. I love how personable and knowledgeable their team is. When I get my film scans back, it's like Christmas Day. They've helped me grow as a film photographer, assisted me in comparing scanners, and include helpful tools such as exposure reference sheets with scans so I can tell what adjustments I should make in camera next time.
1: Yes, since I've started shooting film, I've turned to their educational Instagram and blog to learn more film tricks and love that they're always available to answer questions. Lately, I've been loving their new offering, Everyday 35mm film scanning, which includes proof prints. I've been sending in a lot of personal work, and getting the film uh, prints in the mail of my little is just so fun to have a tangible representation. Everything about working with Photovision
0: is seamless, from submitting our orders online, getting scans in an easy-to-use platform.
1: You always have the scans on your phone. So nice. And even ordering film. Yes. And as longtime PhotoVision clients, we cannot recommend using their lab more. And they've been so generous to offer our listeners one free roll of their signature process and scans using the code DARE TO DEVELOP, all caps. Make sure to check the show notes for more information. So you've touched on this a little bit, but what do you feel like are some of the key benefits versus the key struggles that come with being a husband and wife team? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, when the trust with each other, yeah. is huge. Absolute benefit. Yeah.
3: Absolute benefit. Also, like it's fun to work with your best friend. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, we're lucky that we haven't ended up hitting each other after 10 years of working <laughs> together. <laughs> I think I said a month before I met Jeremiah, I would never work with my husband. I would never do that. I thought it's like a recipe for divorce in my head. Um, And so it was funny that we met and
2: immediately started working yeah, together. <laughs> exactly. Life <laughs> like, doesn't go as you plan.
3: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, having your best friend with you on a wedding day is really handy. Also, like we can communicate with a look across the room of like, you need to go get this or like the bride's walking in (laughs) or just like like, we know what each other is thinking from just like a certain husband, wife look we can give each other.
2: Yeah, I mean, I would just the same thing. It's like the trust, but then just having somebody to be like, I don't have to tell her how my day went. Yeah. She was there. (laughs) So if things were rough, we both know, Hey, this person needs some extra support and everything. And just kind of like being there to completely support your spouse, but also like it's your best friend and coworker, Mm -hmm. you know, and kind of having that balance. I would say in terms of negative, it is finding that clear kind of balance between you know, when, when does work stop? Yeah. And I think that is something that I wouldn't say we've completely nailed. It's, it's no. kind of a work in progress. It's yeah. like,
3: it comes with seasons too. I would say like okay. right now is our off season. So it does feel a little bit more just normal life. Like we're just living together, just being married. And then when it's the thick of wedding season, it's a lot of like, Oh my gosh, did you email this one back? Did you do the, th- yeah. line for this wedding? <laughs> what- did you import those cards? Like, <laughs>
2: When you're asking your spouse at, you know, 10 p.m. at night, if they responded to an email, it's like, okay, maybe don't do that. Yeah. (laughs)
3: And I'm not talking about that right now. We're we're done.
2: (laughs) We should be. Thank you. Yes. Yeah.
3: Yeah. But I think, too, like sharing, just sharing a workload and sharing a brain is awesome.
2: Yeah. It's for us, it's more positives than negatives for sure. But, you know, we'd be lying if we didn't like have. You know things that we were like oh yeah that'd be nice <laughs> if yeah. this person wasn't you know always my coworker.
3: yeah but i was mentioning earlier too like we do have the same work schedule mm-hmm. which is nice yeah, Although, like, we right. don't have one of us doesn't have like the typical nine to five and the other one's gone all weekend and we're not seeing each other so we do take a day off you know and we're just together we're not doing business mm-hmm. um And there's days where we're just always up in each other's business. And so (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to take it personally if we go out to dinner and we're just going to sit there in the quiet, not talking because we work together.
0: (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, uh, really interesting, too, is how why you guys work together so well is also you guys love both love photography in the same way versus like someone bringing in their their spouse and maybe their spouse doesn't like that part but yeah
1: you
2: know,
0: like they're getting brought in so therefore could cause yeah. that friction in the relationship then somebody has yeah. saying, really we both love what we do so yeah okay.
3: and i would say like that's our biggest piece of advice is not forcing something that's not going to mm-hmm. feel natural yeah like we don't ever want to like create resentment within our marriage because of our business like yeah that's a big one of like Oh, you're bringing me down, or I don't want to do this. (laughs) Like, stop forcing this on me, or something like that. Like, I would say, like, the comparison obviously is a thief of joy. So, like, looking at the way we do our business is just how we do it. It's how we fell into it and how we it naturally grew this way. So, like, trying to force another spouse to come into your business if it's not going to work, you don't have to do it. Like, and maybe they can be part of your business, but not be like your second shooter. something like that there's other ways they can still be a part of your life maybe they're really good at like marketing or accounting or something like that i wish one of us was good at that (laughs) i would say con we're both really good at the shooting part yeah (laughs) Yeah. and we had to like kind of struggle through the business part of it together for
2: sure yeah we're very similar people but i think that at the end of the day we're both we're both super sensitive introverted people yeah who like really enjoy you know we have a lot of fun at weddings But man, it is like the day after the wedding, like zombies for each other. And we both, but we both know that about each other. Yeah. So it works. But like the personality type, you know, it's like everybody's so different. And we see so many, the variety of couples and how seeing everybody's story and how different couples interact with each other and how they problem solve and deal with, you know, stress and all these things. It's like, it's always a reminder to me of like, there is no one size fits all. Yeah. Especially to like husband, wife teams. And it's very. Important and wise not to ever force anything mm-hmm. or ever like look at somebody and like oh that's that works so well we like we I should, should do, do that. that yeah it's like yeah probably not like honestly because I don't think I would have predicted how well we worked together and how this all worked out on paper it's just something that sort of happened and due to wonderful blissful ignorance <laughs> we just like steamrolled through the potential <laughs> issues yeah. and got to a happy place yeah but I don't think you know planning it would have just like i would have been like no that's not gonna work
0: exactly like this doesn't sound like a good idea and yeah yeah. i would say like we have to have a lot of
3: grace with each other Mm. and ourselves with it too like there are going to be moments when you disappoint yourself or each other in the business of like Mm. or even like you need to critique something yeah and that was a personal like i would say when we first in the first few years of marriage and working together it would be like Okay, honey, you need to give me more space (laughs) with the bridal party photos because when I go to crop them, it's like a mess. So just you know, silly things like that of like, okay, try to be better with this or try to be better with that, and not taking it personally, of like, you hate me. me (laughs)
2: I'm an artist, I will be in my trailer.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That is just trying to separate the personal from the business part of it, which is kind of hard when you're married, but we've we've learned, and I think. There also, too, when we got married 10 years ago, having husband-wife teams was really popular. It was kind of gimmicky and we never intended it for to be that way. But I would say like our love story did get kind of pushed into our brand. And taking some time away from that and like looking back and being like, okay, but our marriage is for us at the end of the day. It's not for our clients.
1: And like they it, benefit from
3: it. But at the end of the day, like, if we stopped being photographers, we're still married. Mm-hmm. And there was a part of our marriage a, a year, a couple of years there of like, if we're if we decide to not be photographers anymore, what are we? Yeah. like <laughs> it kind of scared both of us to be like, or do we have a relationship beyond business partners? Totally. And I would hope so because we're in love, obviously. Oh, <laughs> <you spend> <laughs> yeah, but, but
2: yeah, it, it was kind of a weird, you know, when
3: like we don't know each other beyond photography, yeah, and we sure. had to learn that. <laughs>
2: Yeah,
0: really interesting. Yeah, definitely. And so funny. When we're talking about this. It's because my husband actually second shot for me for a while, mm-hmm. but like not not in a way that was like it was just my business. But then finally, it was it was just not his passion. He didn't like yeah. it. And finally, we had to have a heart to heart of being like he needed to step away from the business yeah. completely because it just wasn't working out. Yeah. And our relationship and our marriage uh, was worth more than that. So technically, exactly. yeah, and yeah. If it ever
3: comes to that point for us where one of us wants a break from photography, like I hope that's going to be okay, and so really? we don't want anything like set in stone, and we don't want it to like totally brand ourselves on being like husband and wife. Yeah, like we have we've created this brand of Jeremiah and Rachel and the style and look. So hopefully, there's a point in our lives where maybe one of us can take a, take a step back, and we're still going to give the absolute quality that we give now. Yeah. um
2: We've both improved. I mean, we're. I mean, we believe this a hundred percent is like what we have created together and the feedback we've been able to give and the involvement is just categorically better as a result of being like together. Yeah. But yet that benefit is still there. If one of us decides to take a step back, you know, Mm -hmm. if you know, in the future with kids and other things, life changes. Yeah. I mean, like the benefit is still there and the perspective is still there. I mean, like we've both, this sounds weird, but it's like, we've both taught each other to be better artists and better photographers. And I think that can be true whether or not your spouse works with you or anything. I mean, every husband, wife, you know, or partners have that benefit of just like, you know, being involved with somebody, it makes you a better person. Like, I really do think marriage is such a great thing and it, you know, allowing that person to see that part of your life. And especially as an artist, you know, it's just like you, you get better and you, you challenge each other. Mm -hmm. There's things that I'm just, I can't imagine. You would hope your
3: life. (laughs) Partner would yeah. be someone who builds you up and not especially just s- down.
2: <laughs> storytelling, I think, you know, on that same note of like, kind of having a couple years of like questioning, like, oh, who are we? You know, I'm a storyteller. We're both, you know, artists and storytellers. And there came a point, kind of, where we we realized, like, oh, we need to tell a story. Like, our story is also a part of this because yeah. we had had like this crazy, like, push at the beginning of like all this chaos and getting married and wonderful thing happening. But then it sort of got, there was a couple of years in the middle where it was like a rhythm of kind of just, we were so focused on our clients and so focused on the business that we had a little bit of a lull in the middle where it was like, oh, but what are we doing? Yeah. Like, what's our story? And so yeah. then it, it was a good moment of just kind of realizing like, don't
3: forget to live our lives. Yeah. Document our lives. And
2: you improve yeah. as an artist by having a lot to draw from. And telling your story Mm -hmm. your story does help you improve how you tell other people's stories and now that I'm seeing you know our clientele has gotten a little bit older than what we were shooting in our 20s and just like the lifestyles and you know a lot of our clients are you know have careers and amazing stories and it's just it's so interesting to see your business evolve with you you and how you relate to people I think again that just like well we, we we do work with a lot of couples that do work together or, yeah. you know, benefit from each other. And it's it's cool to see that kind of just like come around mm-hmm. of all the interesting people you meet and the stories you tell.
1: Mm-hmm. I love that. Now, you know, we've talked about you both being lead shooters. Do you ever bring in any other photographers or seconds or I guess thirds in that? You think that you exactly. have. Yeah. <sighs> I'm just always curious when, you know, in the traditional setting, one's a lead and one's a second, mm-hmm. but then maybe they have a third who's assisting one or the other. And so do you ever have any other team members with you on the wedding day?
2: Nobody really. full time. Yeah. We we For a few bigger weddings, we have brought in just a, an assistant or kind of a third shooter, like mm-hmm. you said before, um, just to you know, kind of carry that load and assist, especially, I mean, there are days when Rachel and I have to separate at the beginning of the day, you know, be me with guys, her with the girls or something. And she needs an extra hand for like kind of doing details and styling and stuff, Mm -hmm. but more, usually it's just the two of us. It's kind of, it's the rare exception when we have to bring in a third. Yeah. um, Not to say that
3: will always be the case. Like I had mentioned before of like trying to let our life and our business be a little fluid of like, you know, when we do cross the parent line, maybe we will need more help mm-hmm. and assistance that way and being okay with that. And hopefully we filled up Jeremiah and Rachel brand enough and we know what we need where we can trust people to come on and like kind of help us. And also the bigger weddings we shoot, it is nice to have a yeah. shooter. So I it's do, not often that we have someone with us, but it's always a possibility. I,
2: I do feel unfair to anytime we bring someone along because they're being compared to my wife. <laughs> and I'm like, this, almost everyone will always let me down for not reading my mind. Why
1: are you not me? <laughs> that's exactly
3: how I I'm thought. Not, I'm <laughs>
2: conscious of how unfair that is.
3: <laughs> yeah, but I'm so glad we don't have to go through the... Constant looking for a second shooter. Yeah. Yes, yeah. That is. <laughs> <are that's>, <laughs> I, do, I,
2: I do not envy it when I, I, I see the Facebook that. post I'm like, "Hey, looking for someone this weekend." I'm like, "Oh gosh." Uh, <laughs> I mean, we know.
3: have sacrificed every Saturday of our life, yeah.
0: basically, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> benefit of working together. We don't
2: have summer.
0: <laughs> yeah, right, right. Do you have any tips for creatives who are wanting to possibly bring their partner into the business? Yeah, I kind of mentioned it earlier. Of don't force it if
3: it's not going to be something that's natural. Like you said, like when you're you kind to of have a hard conversation with your husband of like, OK, this is actually isn't working. Never. I would say never force it if it's not going to feel really natural and just be more beneficial to your clients and to you. It doesn't have to happen and it doesn't need to be some like gimmicky. Oh, look at us. We're a husband wife team. Aren't we so cute? Like we're going to we really understand your wedding day. It doesn't have to be that way. Like for yeah. us, it was natural and it was something we were going through ten years ago.
2: But I would say, like, it is a blast, and if you like, if it does work, it can work so well. And yeah, having some someone come along to the smaller shoots, and you know, like, you know, just testing it out a little bit yeah. is probably the best.
3: Having your spouse come along and
2: and just the, that should be
3: the person you trust the most in your life.
2: So and even if it's the non photography part, like, yeah, man, like even if one of us wasn't a photographer. I think we would still be involved somehow. Occasionally we do elopements and technically it's only like one photographer really is needed, but we still go to them together. And it's mostly just for the like, you know, so I would say that's the best way to probably bring it in on the smaller level, Mm -hmm. you know, first where it's not like a lot, a lot of stress put on them Yeah, and just seeing if they like it and um, also because it is a lot of fun.
3: It is so much fun. But also like I was saying earlier of like when it comes time to critique something, not taking it personally. Yeah. I know that's really hard. There are parts of the day that Jeremiah is just technically better at. And you would have to teach me how to use my flash better when I was newer and being <laughs> like, I'm not stupid, am I? Like, <laughs> you just have to, you had to teach each other. You have to build each other up. And sometimes that's a hard conversation, but you can get through it. Yeah. Go, at the end of the day, you're married. Yeah,
2: it's <laughs> marriage per- comes first. <laughs> it's not personal. It's just the business. <laughs> it is. Per-
3: it, yeah, it's not personal. I
2: Like without Rachel, I don't think I would ever do lay flats. <laughs> or yeah i don't know the right See, I didn't even know the word <laughs> yeah um but yeah i would like just the styling and stuff like there's there's definite perspective things that benefit from it and mm-hmm. bringing someone along especially if you have a spouse that maybe is better at the styling and other things and just has a different eye i mean that can definitely be something that even if they're this is actually something that i just thought of now it's like having somebody who's not a photographer. Mm-hmm. Who can then come in and you know the photography can be learned but like i feel like sometimes we get tunnel vision and that is something like just being in the industry and being so focused on it can be a little bit hard to like you know get out of that and like get the outside perspective yeah
3: yeah Uh, having someone who's not in the industry come into the industry would be very fresh
2: yeah i mean rachel i mean you do flowers and things outside i mean she just loves weddings Mm -hmm. so it's like even even if we weren't doing photography you would probably be working somewhere in the wedding industry somehow just because you like, you like weddings and you're, you know, ha- that aesthetic is there. So it's like having an extra, extra perspective is really cool. Mm-hmm.
1: Love that. Thank you too for sharing all about working with your spouse. And we'd love to hop into a time of fast facts for our listeners to get to know you a little bit better if that cool. works. Yeah. 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 Cool. All right. So, like your name, we'll go Jeremiah and then Rachel for Okay. one. For <laughs> so, first of all, what do you guys shoot with?
2: Uh, We primarily shoot with Leica digital cameras, Mm -hmm. and then we use um, medium format contact 645 as our primary film camera with some 35 Leica images.
0: Yeah. Super fun. So what is your favorite post-wedding snack after a wedding day?
3: Anything I could get my hands on. (laughs) (laughs) Pre-wedding, on the way to wedding, I'm usually downing like a protein bar or something like that just to not get the pre-wedding shakes (laughs) but after a wedding day this sounds so funny but we're in Montana we're very remote we do not have a lot of food options (laughs) we're usually driving like hours after a wedding day through wilderness to get back home I'm not kidding (laughs) so like we don't snag a whole lot of weddings honestly it's kind of funny
2: yeah, I, <laughs> I, I basically, I'm, I'm the weirdest. I like almost don't eat on wedding days. Yeah,
3: if you make so. yourself sick. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: the short I know it's like my weird.
3: We're opposite in that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where I'm like, when's dinner? <laughs> <laughs> I feel it though. The adrenaline sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he, he I, I close on through it,
2: and then the next day I carb load.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. The next day we'll go out to breakfast or just yeah. eat as much as we can, but. Post-wedding, it's usually we're off the wedding too late to find anything to eat anyway.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) What is your wedding pump-up jam to get you in the creative mode? Man. (laughs) You love the weekend.
2: Oh, the blinding lights by the weekend is like my thing this last couple of years. I don't know why. (laughs) Yeah.
3: For me, it would be any like classic rock or Celine Dion. I love like a good 90s power ballad. Yep. Uh, (laughs) But I love like classic rock. But sometimes, honestly, on the way to a wedding day, nothing.
1: Yeah, I pure
3: silence. (laughs) Like we won't even talk to each other. (laughs) Like Maybe I'll go through the timeline and our questionnaire, but I'm very focused and just kind of getting in my headspace and also needing some just like quiet time before the chaos of 12 hours about to unfold. (laughs) Exactly.
0: Exactly. So what is your favorite thing to do outside of photography?
3: Um, I would say watch movies. Yeah. Yeah. We, We really love story. Yeah. We go to the movies a lot. We watch a lot of movies at home. We're very introverted people, honestly. So a wedding day takes a lot out of us.
2: <laughs> yeah, that was the weirdest thing about twenty twenty not going to the movies because we we go to the movies a lot.
3: Yeah. So outside of weddings, though, we love to travel. Yeah. You, road
2: trips and travel. We later. love road
3: trips. We have two golden retrievers who are our pride and joy, and they suck up all of our time too. So we hang out with our dogs. We garden.
2: I yeah. garden. You don't yeah. love gardening. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I don't have the green thumb. But yeah,
3: I'm kind of like her cur- girl who's like into everything, anything creative. Like yeah. I'll, I'll try it for try it once. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and we love. Um, obviously, just living in Montana, there's so much to do here. Yeah, but I, sometimes in the summer we don't get to take advantage of that. I know. <laughs> I
2: try to grab some hiking in here and there, but yeah, yeah.
1: Love it. What is the best education you've learned from?
2: I would say, for me, like learning was a second shooting. Definitely, just like reaching out to other photographers and people who who I thought were where I wanted to be Mm -hmm. in the beginning and just learning from them. That was the best thing for me. Like just on on the job learning.
3: Yeah, I would say we both learned very Mm hands-on. So same for me, like second shooting and assisting for people when I first started, this was the best way I could learn. Honestly, we don't do a whole lot of reaching out education-wise now because we really try not to like compare our business to anybody else. Mm Or get the like, oh, we should be doing this, or just like thinking we're doing something wrong. We do try to like just focus on what we're doing in our business. I would say community yeah. is probably the biggest source of education for us. Even our best friends are wedding photographers, and they're also husband and wife team. So they they just really understand where we are and where we're coming from. And when we like rant to a, them about a wedding day, or we're like excited about a wedding day, they just understand. And so we can also talk things out with them. And trust them and just like, okay, how are you guys going to handle this situation? What would you suggest for us? And so it's kind of the benefit of
2: yeah, the we husband. Kind of co, co-educate each other. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so if one of us learns something, I can be like, share it with our friends. And like, that's the way, like community is for sure the biggest.
2: Yeah. We should also explain that's Sam and Reed. Oh uh, yeah. Orange have photography. In, <laughs> they're they're amazing. Montana. Yeah.
3: They're like very similar situation of like husband wife team same industry yeah. same market <laughs> that we're working in so so it's really nice to have like best friends
0: also who can
2: yeah you can learn educate them. you and challenge you
0: yeah challenge educate it's great <laughs> love it so what is one daring leap you've taken in your business or life
2: <laughs> I, I would say it was the getting married and joining the business all at once all that was years. that was the chaotic yeah
3: 12, 2012 10 years ago very
2: daring big year for
3: us <laughs> We merged our businesses a couple of months later, then we got engaged. And a couple of months later, oh, Oh also that summer, we had an insane summer of like two businesses doubled up on the weddings that summer. So we were, oh my gosh, thinking about it. I don't know how we did it, but we literally would drive five hours from one city to another to shoot weddings
2: and then drive back
3: and then drive back back the next day and shoot (laughs) the wedding the next day. It was just chaotic.
2: We don't do that anymore.
3: So that was very daring of us. I would never do that now. (laughs) But yeah, merging in business before we even married.
2: Yeah, we definitely were, you know, even with our partnership and kind of taking that leap, it was definitely all our eggs in one basket kind of approach, burn the boats (laughs) and just like make it happen. So, yeah,
1: it was all or nothing. All right. So we'd love to hear what is um, we always ask, what is one thing you feel like you're great at in the business? But we'd love to hear your answer for the other person.
3: Oh, oh nice okay. okay that's a good question that was for a loop <laughs> on the wedding day i feel like jeremiah has i did mention this earlier jeremiah has like a really great attitude on wedding days mm-hmm. he was extremely like upbeat and smiling even if i know he's dying inside <laughs> he, you're like, the only one who knows about that i do i'm the only one who knows you're faking it sometimes but you you are very professional on a wedding day and you can handle you handle stress really well on a wedding day
2: I would say you get the brunt of it afterwards. Oh, it's true. (laughs) I
3: mean, I get like the download afterwards. You process everything outwardly, which is okay. And I'll sit in the car quietly and just listen to it. But I would say that's a huge something you're really great at in our business. Also, you're extremely technical and very smart. You figure out everything first.
2: Yeah, just from the technical side, though.
3: (laughs) (laughs) No, you really do. You like, you have, you figure out our systems, you figure out our gear, you pack all our gear for us. I never have to think about any of that. Which is so, it's such a mental load off for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that was, I figured that out about you though, right when we first joined our business. Oh, I didn't
3: even own a camera bag when he met me.
2: I was so ashamed of <laughs> <if> like <they're, okay. laughs> <laughs> You got to have a camera bag. And what do you mean you only have two batteries? <laughs>
3: yeah. I did not have my poop in a group. Yeah. I just wanted to take brief pictures. <laughs> <laughs> you really had your, your ducks in a row and you taught me
2: well. <laughs> but you know, from my perspective, you know, from what she is amazing at in our business is like just having someone who understands a wedding from a bride's perspective, you know, I, I mean, I understand it from a groom, but there's just so many things that I think having someone who really genuinely sympathizes with all the things that are going through a bride's mind and the perspective and just knowing that I can trust, you know, I mean, Rachel will sometimes give me a look, you know, when I come in the room, You know, when the bride's getting ready or she just got dressed and I know exactly what I'm feeling, what she's feeling and what state the bride is in, because like together, our biggest, you know, emphasis is just giving clients an amazing perspective and absolute trust and knowing that we can be kind of a rock for them on the day of like, everything else might be a little bit chaotic and we're used to that. Like we've seen it a million times. So everything kind of works around that. And I think Rachel just like. She sees it the way a bride does. And she puts, she cares about the details in a way the bride does. And I think when it comes to like making the timelines and giving people all those little detailed things, yeah, it's just something I don't think I would have ever gotten to that point without her. And it's made me it like, it reminds me how to like view it because sometimes I get photographer artist focus where it's like, I'm not thinking Okay, <laughs> pause. This is like there's so many other things going on that are more important than necessarily the photography side of it. And Rachel constantly reminds me of that, and it's it's awesome. <laughs> I
0: love that. That's like you know just having the emotional intelligence to understand they yeah. so I'm- yeah <laughs> that your clients are having a good experience.
3: Yeah, yeah. Um, so- tell our clients do you know, Like we, this is your only your first wedding, most likely, and we've been to hundreds, so. We know how the day goes yeah. and we can really kind of help steer and guide our clients through that. Yeah, and we're
2: basically just I mean, so unofficial brides,
3: yeah,
0: like
2: bridal party. Extra because, bridal
0: party on a wedding day. Yeah. yeah.
2: And just having that back and forth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: it. Where can our listeners find you? Website, Instagram. Our
3: Instagram is just at Jeremiah and Rachel, all spelled out. And then our website is also just jeremiahandrachel.com.
2: Yep. <laughs>
3: <laughs> we're pretty easy. <laughs>
1: So in closing, what is one thing you want to dare our listeners to do after hearing your episode?
2: Just striving to make business personal, especially in the wedding industry. Let it be personal sometimes. Yeah. Let let your like, because we can all get bogged down in the industry, you know, kind of putting up walls and protecting ourselves. And, you know, I understand those things, especially being in the business for 10 years. But it's like at the end of the day, you know, especially after 2020, it was the best thing to actually be back in the flow of weddings. And it just reminded me how much I missed seeing people's stories like that and putting my heart back into it because, you know, during the 2020 fiasco of reschedulings and all that, it became just the, like kind of getting the contracts redone, getting the dates redone, all the technical emails where we weren't face to face with people. And then once those weddings started happening again. I mean, it was an amazing gift to be crossing that finish line with people and getting those rescheduled couples married. And it just reminded me of like how wonderful it can be when you do let it be personal.
3: Put your heart Um, into
2: it. Because I think, you know, it can get too ordinary, we get too used to the weekend, day in, day out. Mm -hmm. Where it's like it's it's worth it to put yourself out there and risk it to really relate to people on a deep human level and let them let them trust you and like. You know, just like you all pulled it together and you had this amazing experience, yeah. Just let daring to like let it be personal.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love that. Well, thank you two so much for joining us on the podcast. Yeah, thank, thank you. you so yeah, much. Yeah, it was for great
0: talking us. to you both. I think Jeremiah and Rachel have such a unique perspective on wedding days because not only are they both photographers, but they are lead shooters and they both see things so differently and just create a great package for couples.
1: I'm honestly jealous that they have someone on their team that can pretty much read their brain throughout the wedding day and can, you know, just that they have that trust with each other that they're getting the shot or they're doing what they need to do, whether that's on the wedding day or just in the business. And so I just love that you know, they've found that rhythm that works for them. And just it's, it's inspiration.
3: Mm
0: -hmm. I love when they, they talked about not forcing it. So I know a lot of people try to force husband and wife teams and just think, you know, like they said, it's kitschy and it was like a fad back in the day. And just if it's organic and it works together, you know, maybe this is something you want to add into your business. So thanks for listening and catch you next time on Dare to Develop. Don't forget to use our code DARE TO DEVELOP, all caps, for one free roll of PV signature process and scans, and access Photovision's full library of photography tips at photovisionprints.com. Thanks so much for joining us today on DARE TO DEVELOP. We'd love for you to subscribe and leave us a
1: review if you loved today's episode. Don't forget to check out the show notes at daretodeveloppodcast.com and follow along on IG at daretodevelop. Catch us next week for
0: more fun as we hear from creatives who dared greatly in their businesses and developed community along the way. Yes.